Greetings, brothers and sisters. This is Pastor Keith bringing you another relevant revelation by podcast to keep you enlightened and to keep you encouraged in your daily walk with Christ. This is 2014, and today's podcast is titled Weeding Your Garden. Today's podcast is titled Weeding Your Garden. In my last podcast, we talked about God giving Adam the first command not to touch the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. In the book of Romans, chapter 7, verses 14 to 23, it tells us that once sin was allowed to enter our perfect sinless lives, it now wants to control us sin now wants to control us and even though we want to do things right the sin living in us overpowers our spirit and invites us to do things we don't want to do so we have to help our spirit win the battle over sin by doing what Adam should have done a long long time ago and that is weed the garden The book of Romans, chapter 7, verse 24, asks the question, Who will rescue me from this body of death? And verse 25 answers the question, Jesus Christ. Again, in my last podcast, we learned that God placed Adam in the Garden of Eden and gave him the task of weeding it. And he gave Eve to Adam as a wife and as a helper. The Garden of Eden was such a divine place that it was home to the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And God gave Adam the first command, don't touch that tree. You should all know the rest of the story by now. Eve caused Adam to eat, which caused sin to enter into the world through Adam. And it kept him from working hard to weed the garden. When someone plants a garden, they work hard to get rid of the weeds that keep the garden from growing. On the other hand, if the garden gets planted and the gardener does not tend to it, weeds would quickly overtake it. And this is exactly what happened when sin entered the garden. Adam was told to be fruitful and multiply. Although many interpretations have said this meant for them to reproduce offspring, I also understand it to mean produce offspring that bears more fruit. Much about our life's purpose can be gleaned from the verse be fruitful and multiply. Although Satan tricked Eve into eating the fruit and she then gave Adam some which allowed sin to enter our lives and produce death, Jesus came to teach us how to use the exact same fruit to return to our original state as sinless beings destined for eternal life. Picture this. The earth is one big garden full of trees 
and plants and grass and water, but there is one thing that's not supposed to be here. Weeds. Gardens cannot grow if weeds are allowed to rise up and choke the branches. God had already banished Satan down to earth from heaven, but Eve enabled him to rise up again through the power of sin. So God sacrificed the first two plants in the garden, namely Adam and Eve, and gave us a stronger vine, namely Jesus, that would produce other branches, which are us as Christians, to help stop Satan, which is the weed, from choking all the other plants, which are the people in the garden. I'll read that again. Picture this, the earth as one big garden. Picture the earth as one big garden. It's full of trees and plants and grass and water, but there is one thing that is not supposed to be here, and that's weeds. Gardens cannot grow if weeds are allowed to rise up and choke the branches. And God had already banished Satan from heaven down to earth. But Eve enabled him to rise up again through the power of sin. So God sacrificed the first two plants in the garden, which are Adam and Eve. And he gave us a stronger vine, which is Jesus, that would produce other branches, which are us as Christians, to help stop Satan, which is the weed, from choking all the other plants, which are the people in the garden. The book of Romans chapter 7 verses 4 and 5 teaches that Jesus was raised from the dead so we would bear fruit for God and stop producing fruit for death. Brothers and sisters, anything worldly we do in our lives produces fruit for death. And Jesus trained us how to bear fruit for God by showing us how to produce followers of Christ. Followers of Jesus Christ help stop Satan from choking all the other plants in the garden. Jesus taught us that the worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth, and the desires for other things, which are all weeds, come in and choke the word, making it unfruitful. And you'll find that in the book of Mark, chapter 4, verse 19. And we all know what happened to Adam and Eve because they didn't weed the garden. But what happens if we don't? In the book of John, chapter 15, verses 1 and 2, Jesus said, I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. While every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will even be more fruitful. That's the book of John, chapter chapter 15. The book of John, chapter 15, verses 1 and 2, Jesus says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. While every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will even be more fruitful fruitful. Adam and Eve were cut off because they could no longer bear fruit. 
But brothers and sisters, we do not have to be cut off. We have a chance. We have an opportunity to weed the garden. But how do we help weed the garden that Adam never did? The first starts with Galatians, the book of Galatians, chapter 5, verses 16 to 26, and it teaches us how to use the fruit of the Spirit to replace the sin that lives within us. Then we use what Jesus teaches in Matthew chapter 25, the book of Matthew chapter 25, verses 31 to 46, to fill our minds and schedules with activities that bear fruit to God, such as feeding the hungry, and visiting the sick and ministering to prisoners and helping the homeless spending time with widows and taking care of orphans and again by using the fruit of the spirit to replace the sin within us along with keeping our minds stayed on Jesus through the activities detailed in Matthew 25 verses 31 to 46 we can weed the garden this is Pastor Keith bringing you another relevant revelation by podcast to keep you enlightened and to keep you encouraged in your daily walk with Christ. May God bless you and may he keep you today and always in Jesus name. Amen.